Jeff one two. Turn the music down a little bit. There. Hey, what is this? Look at what that. Hey, are we on the air now? Yeah. We are. We're on the air. Inside Florida Racing. Working Folks, out some technical difficulties? This no, evening? not at all. There are no technical difficulties here. Oh, my God. Just, this is uh, Inside Florida Racing. Oh. Call us and let us know what we sound like. <laughs> and be nice, please. Well, you know, there's a reason, like, when you go to the racetrack, you have to have backups, like, for stuff. You have extra stuff, don't you, Rob? Don't you take extra stuff? Yeah, sometimes, if I can afford to. Everything but a car I can take, pretty much. What's the most obvious extra you got to take? Oh, uh, the most obvious extra that you take to the races. Yeah. For, for a race car driver? Yeah. Tires? Uh, well, you need a spare, yeah. You need extra fuel, maybe. Nah, I guess tires would be the obvious. Yeah. What, 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 what's, what are you getting at? I'm not getting at anything. That's a fact. <laughs> uh, folks, uh, welcome to Inside Florida Racing. Um, we are a couple minutes late getting on the air, but that's only because CeCe was late getting here. Oh, now that is a lie. I beat you here tonight. All right, Cece, what would you do Saturday? <laughs> Sunday. Saturday Sunday. and Sunday. Saturday. What? Saturday, of course, I was at the Charlotte County Motorsports Park and, um, you know, wrapping up to keep warm. Well, um, it flooded. Did to, it flood? To watch the races. It rained um, a little, and then it stopped, and we raced, and then it rained, and they had to call the races. 64 laps into the yeah, street which, stock. Which was a shame. Race. Which was a shame. But it was still a good night. I still had fun. What a terrible weekend for it to be rainy on Saturday and then so cold and it, windy on Sunday. Yeah. Yes, it was. I had to bundle up even more on Sunday. But, you know, the true diehard fans were there Sunday afternoon to watch the races. And we had a uh, great time. There yeah. was 27 late models in the race. I well, think only 15 finished. <laughs> But well, it started with you 27. Don't, you don't ever count that. <laughs> For Bobby's sake, he had 27 race cars there. So it was you, great. You don't count who finished. It, it was, it was a, a wonderful car count and um, a nice meet and greet session, you know, that was held. For all the kids and all the fans to get out there on the track, and it was a good time. Yeah, that sounds better. Hey, uh, well, and I want to give a thank. Thunder trucks ran Sunday. I want to give a thank out personally to uh, a thanks to Bobby Deal for uh, having that race for all the late model drivers because, uh, you know, not too many more races left in the season, and he's still plugging away with races. And, um, you know, it was sounds like a great turnout of cars, but I hear there wasn't, you know, the. The fans didn't come out to support the good racing, and uh, that, feel bad for Bobby about that. That is true. Um, I think what you saw on Sunday were the true diehard fans. Saturday night, I did hear some people saying, well, football, football on Sunday. But, you know. I got time. I got home in time to uh, be disappointed. Yeah, but didn't <laughs> he Green have a Bay big game? screen? Bobby yeah. didn't have yeah. a big screen TV out there in the middle? That's what no, he's got to get. No, for. they are working on putting a uh, flat screen TV in the new dining area of the concessions. Speaking of that race, uh, Ross Chastain, that young 15 year old. He started off impressive. Yeah, he did good. He did good. Why do no. you have to say it like that? Why can't you say Ross, Ross Chastain, the race car driver? He'd probably like that better. Well, it, because. <laughs> Because the young fifteen well, year old. Well, it's true. Now he's, because it's he's, amazing. He's late model racer. He's now. starting on the pole. Look, look. You can't ignore this. He's starting on the pole, and mm -hmm. outside him is a guy 
who I'm not going to say how many times older than him he is. See, but there he was, you go. Age he, was, again. he was winning races before Ross was born. Yeah, but wow. it's impressive. Did Ross, it is. Ross took him to school for 85 maybe, laps? Who've maybe never seen Ross race, they, they might be impressed by the fact that he's a young man, well, a very talented young man, and come out and see him. Not only that. If you want a lot of people coming to your racetracks, it's real important to have kids coming. And if kids know that there's kids like them, mm-hmm. their age, doing this, it's a good thing. Well, I'm glad everybody had a good time. I'm glad Ross did a good time. Did well. Uh, Wait, are you on strike? No, I didn't see you at, at the track at all this weekend. No, I, you guys got to realize that I have a three-month-old baby at home that I'm not bringing out to ice cold weather, you know, to uh, to watch anything. So. Well, I, I have that. certain priorities, and for right now, my priorities have had to be: I can't even bring my own race car to the track. Yeah, you know, I, I, I hear that. I, you, I, yeah. I'd yeah. love to go racing. I would have loved to have been at that race, you know. But I was hoping to see you was, out there in the Outlaw Street Stocks. I never team got event. the call. I thought I would get a call during the week from one of those guys from Tampa, but they've already forgotten about well, me. Well, Steve Dor, <laughs> Steve, Steve Dor did a good job, and Randy Fox, and uh, and I'll tell you, Franklin, uh, Mike Franklin, and and, and uh, Johnny K, they put on a good. Good deal, man. <laughs> yes, they did. So yeah. let me hear, let the folks hear, CC, about who were you listening to with your new scanner that you purchased? <laughs> um, let's see here. Saturday night, I was listening to Patrick Fox and the Fox Racing Team. And then on Sunday, I was listening to uh, Johnny K, number 48. Now, was, was Patrick being a cordial, nice little young man like he should be on the radio? Yes, he was. Okay. I don't have to ask about the 48 Johnny K. I, I he know was Johnny very, very well. entertaining. I loved listening to him, and I'm looking uh, forward to doing it again. She said she'd like to listen to me on the radio. Yes, I will. I, yes. Too, too many things go wrong for were me there, were, there. Were, there, were, there any, were there things that we, like, say, for instance, wouldn't really want to say on our show? Yes, I'm not going to repeat things that um, that I heard, but it was it was very entertaining, and it made the race more exciting for me to actually be listening to uh, the drivers and the spotters talking back and forth. I, I loved it. It was a great time. I have a great idea. Yeah? I think I'm going to take my scanner uh-huh. before I race next time at uh, Charlotte County. I'm going to give my scanner set on my frequency to Mr. Bobby Deal. <laughs> So I won't even have to go talk to him afterwards or anything. He'll know everything that yeah. I'm mad about as the race goes on. And uh, I think it'd be like that with most racers that are out there. Um, we say things and do things during and after the races and uh, you know that we normally wouldn't. And that's because uh, when you're racing, and uh, we'll hear from uh, Mr. Chastain tonight, right, on the yeah, show tonight. Sure. Even he's going to tell you at his young age and the racing that he's done has only been so limited, he's going to tell you that. Man, you think about a lot of things when you're in that race car. A lot of things are going through your mind. And as you get older and these things start going through your mind, you get these spotters on the other end sometimes. And then you get things that really don't go your way. And you mix that with your bad vocabulary that you've learned in your long life. And, man, it can be ugly. Well, I, I, what I heard a lot is um, the frustration of caution after caution after caution. But what I loved uh, listening was learning about this strategy um, that was being discussed on racing. You know, going back and forth, the what to do, what to do in the quarter, what to do on that straight, how many car lengths to stay back. You know, behind you know, for the car in front of you, and what's happening, you know, behind Johnny, and it, it was just, it was really interesting. I found it entertaining and educational. Keyword, entertaining. And I loved it, and I'm looking forward to 
listening. He's dropping in again. Yes. Um, you know, you folks that are going to the races, you should grab a scanner sometime when you've got classes that have it's radios amazing. out there. and It'll give you a new perspective. I know uh, for me, we, we try to, uh, you know, uh, not jump the restarts, but be able to start when the green mm-hmm. comes out, you know, because that's always been a thing for us. And, you know, in the past, sometimes it'll get you in trouble. Sometimes it'll get you in a crash. Yep. You know. Um, oh, so. and speaking of crashes, so you missed it, Jack, that crash in that race yesterday. Which um, crash? In, in Between turn- Mike Hovis, Mike Hovis and, uh, and yeah, David tr- Weaver? Yes. Yeah. It was yes. down in turn three. Down yeah. in turn yeah. three. I mean, it's it's incredible in, uh, how bad the cars can look, but the drivers walk away. And yeah, well, the cars are all fiberglass, so don't feel bad for the cars. And then they try to tow it away, and it falls off. Oh, the that truck. was that was that was the comic <laughs> that, that relief. That was it. For the that day. was it. Yeah. They, oh yeah. <laughs> then oh, it yeah. drops off and the tow know, truck. A, a driver's like a car. car a driver's car could be smashed where it's it's totaled out. Okay, and let them drop it off that truck, and we're oh, gonna yeah. be pissed. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but um, it was a great. Uh, people missed great racing yesterday. Well, well we, like I said, Bobby, I appreciate you having the race, and uh, you know. Keep having them. Um, I wish I had him right here to tell me what's going on at Charlotte County Motorsports Park, but maybe he'll call in and tell us. Well, we had him a couple of weeks ago, but I you know, know I uh, forgot tonight, I think, yes. if, uh, I mean, we've had to go through a few hoops to get this show on because of the technical things we ran into tonight, but uh, uh, if if our phone lines work the way they're supposed to, um, we're going to talk... We're going to talk to Rusty. Well, it's you never know. They have to work tonight. This is the night. This is a big night for us. This is a big a night. A big, big night. It's a big, very big night. Rusty Marcus, Tommy Dunsford from Bronson. Rusty, of course, from um, uh, Orlando. Do you notice as we go along that echo seems to get, like, worse? Nobody hears it but us, but it's, like, weird. Uh, Rob Kohler from uh, uh, New Henry County Speedway mm-hmm. down in Clewiston, Florida. Ross Chastain, of course, and... A little bit here, not too long from now, in a few minutes. As a matter of fact, we're going to um, announce what the, each year um, Karnak.com, uh, and we've always done it different ways over the years. We uh, kind of announce who our pick for um, the Florida drivers of the year are and the promoter and so forth. And this year we've decided to limit it to asphalt driver of the year and a dirt driver of the year. And uh, the Florida Promoter of the Year, and unlike uh, you know, look, look, we've been doing this stuff a long time. I, I do computers, I build websites. That's what I do, and and I spend more time fixing websites than I do building them. But um, uh, you know, you put these silly polls on and let people spam the hell out of the polls to see who's the most. I mean, these that's not the most the driver. Of the, that, that's not a legitimate driver of the of the year award. You know. If you want to know who the who the real driver of the year is, we've done it all kinds of different ways. We've had open polls, we've had closed polls, we've had secret polls, we've had them all, and we finally decided to do it the way the professionals do it, and that is by consulting members of the media who follow and the promoters who follow this sport really mm-hmm. closely, and um, that's kind of how we did it this year, and that's kind of how we'll do it in the future, because it's just a lot more realistic because we don't it's not about a contest of who can get the most votes on a computer it's about who the people out there that 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 manage and deal with this sport as a business day in and day out see as as the real winners you know that's kind of how we look at it basically it's uh what you do in racing and what is seen by the media yeah they talk and they write and they take pictures and you know uh 
all kinds of things. So, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna get to that here in a few minutes. As a matter of fact, tonight. Yes, yeah, tonight. Crown champions. <laughs> and then, tonight. and then another little thing here. That's for Karnak.com's deal. Now, Inside Florida Racing has kind of come a long way here in about a year and a half, and we got shows coming out all over the place. As a matter of fact, just today we um, we can't really talk about it yet, but we have a another new deal that we're going to be. Um, uh, broadcasting somebody else's on-air radio show, um, similar to what we're doing with Trackside uh, tonight. Um, only this show is uh, is five days a week. Wow! And uh, they don't have they're with a small AM station. It's mm-hmm. been a racing show, been on the air for four years, but they don't have the capabilities with their on-air station to do it a lot of the things that we do, such as archiving and supplying mm-hmm. on-demand content. And uh, so we're going to be hooking that together here in the next few days. But oh, that's awesome. What what's up with uh, Rick and uh, isn't that isn't that interesting? Those two, they were the yeah they were they were they were announcing that race at Char- he's looking at a picture of uh, Bill Rick, Green and Rick Angies Rick Angies and Bobby Deal at Charlotte County Speedway some time back. They were announcing um, a big race there in the daytime, and it was about what two years ago when Bobby or when last year when Bobby took over the track. Oh, I thought it was from the other day. No, no, that was a while back. So, I mean, no, but you I, do want I, to log on and check out the pictures that Jack did post from the weekend's racing. I don't so need to talk. There's, there are some it's great like a picture shots. for Weight Watchers. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah, isn't that I, interesting? I mean, I'm working on my deal. But, yeah. That is, you're mean. Those guys need to consult uh, Dan Marino, Don Shula, and all them guys and get on that. I'll that, have to yeah. system. If, this yeah. is about yeah. a year ago. This picture was taken about a year ago, and Bobby doesn't look like that anymore. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that. Maybe this is a new shirt. Listen now, here's the deal. You guys are. This is what you, I, we've already talked about this, but <laughs> can't believe you said that about him, Jack. Listen, listen. He's listen. gonna get you. Well, I don't care. <laughs> Each month. Beginning, yeah. beginning at the end of this month, okay. each month, this show, Inside Florida Racing, mm-hmm. is going to award, based on like what we were talking about, yeah. um, the uh, Florida Driver of the Month. Cool. And uh, How's uh, that going to work, boss? How's that going to work? Mm-hmm. Well, that's how we talked about it off the air, you know, like uh, we have a You a have list. to tell everyone else. We have a list of media and... Uh, uh, the media will be consulted, and of course, and you guys, and, you know, the people who do this show make the final decision. All right. And then in a couple of months, we're going to have a monster decision, a monster uh, announcement attached to this whole thing, but we are not going to talk about it now. But at the end of January, we're going to have our first driver of the month for this show. Huh? Okay. Right? That's, we have great things to look forward to. And, um, what do what do our drivers get? Are they are we presenting nice plaques, yep. Yep. trophies, Ver- a cash prize? The uh, well, we we're not going to announce yet what the what the uh, the at the end of the year deal is going to okay. be. But let me tell you, it's off the charts, huge. Oh, oh, I'm so excited! Yeah, we're not going to announce that for about two more months. But uh, okay, the uh, each month we're going to start it off with a very very nice plaque. You saw the one uh, that we had. That, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's somewhat like that. Okay. Yeah, with very nice. Um, and then we'll see where it goes from there. But that's how we're going to start it off. I think. I think it would be good for for this show, huh? We. we I love of... it. And then we get to go to the track and present it yeah. to the drivers. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, that's pretty cool. So, uh, 
Why don't we take a quick break and then uh, see if that works? And if that works, well. Then we'll be good. So we'll be real good. Let's, uh, hey. What's that? That's a heck of a couple there. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of interesting pictures of uh, Florida racing folks. On the, yeah. on Just the looking at, at Wix and Deal. Yeah. Wix and Deal sitting next to each other talking yeah. about Tony Stewart. Yeah. They both threatened to be over that picture. Bobby again. with his federal <laughs> officer hat on. <laughs> we'll be right back. Powermaster is your ASA series sponsor for the XS Power Batteries. Powermaster is pleased to announce the introduction of the XS Power series of batteries. XX Power batteries for racing applications and batteries for your car audio application. 12 volt batteries for street machines, street rods, off road vehicles, and even motorcycles. XS Power batteries means 30% more power and no battery spilling. Powermaster also carries your starters and alternators. Visit us on the web at www.powermastermotorsports.com. Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Carnac.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Carnac gets it done. Are you ready to win? If so, it's time to move up to five-star race car bodies. Five-star race car bodies designs and manufactures the highest quality race car body components. Short tracks, drag strips, road courses, and even in the desert, five-star has one driving passion, to help you win. Five-star race bodies designs and manufactures for NASCAR, Grand Am, NHRA, IHRA, SCCA, short track asphalt, short track dirt, USAC, USAR, Hooters Pro Cup, and the ASA Late Model Series. Find out more today at fivestarbodies.com. Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Carnac.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Carnac gets it done. All right, all right. Bring them up. Bring them up. Yeah, right, here we right. go. Are we good? How are we good? How about the okay. caller? How about the caller? We're going to be right. talking to Sean Smith here, Mr. Showtime. Showtime. Sean Smith. Make him up a little bit more. Dirt yeah. racing extraordinaire. Ooh, that's a lot. That's a lot. Sean, either. Yes, I hear you, Rob. Hey, man. What's happening, buddy? How you doing? Good, man. Uh, where you been racing? Uh, nowhere since uh, we ran East Bay at the beginning of December. All right. Since then, we've just been uh, regrouping, trying to get ready. We uh, leave Wednesday morning to go to Golden Isles in Georgia. Well, we got some good news for you, brother. Um, you know, uh, every year, uh, Karnak.com gives away, um, you know, drivers of the year. Yes, and, uh, you know, uh, this year, we're giving away an asphalt driver of the year, a dirt racing driver of the year, and a promoter driver of the year. And... Uh, we thought that we'd call and get your opinion on who the promoter of the year should be. 
Oh, without a doubt, it would have to be Ken Kenny. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's not why we're calling. The reason why we're calling we is, Cece, tell him, tell Sean Showtime Smith why we're calling him tonight. Well, Sean, the reason we're calling is because congratulations, you are the Karnak Florida Dirt Driver of the Year. Well, thank you. I'm congratulations. Cool. Thank you. What do you yeah. think about that, Sean? Showtime. That's pretty cool, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, your your nice little plaque and your letter and uh, and your check. No, not your check. Your uh, <laughs> your nice little plaque and your and your letter is it will be in the mail here in a day or two. That sounds good. Thank you. Uh, one thing you can expect is to see your picture uh, and uh, the news about this on the site. We're going to have uh, uh, the asphalt driver and uh, yourself as the dirt driver and the promoter of the year, who's not Ken Kenny. He didn't quite. He didn't quite make it, even though he did good with uh, yeah. getting this series going. But, but there's always next year. But, but Sean, you had a tremendous year, and uh, you were you were in the news a lot. Thank you. Well, and, hopefully this year will be just as good. And, and you know, another yeah, thing. So, and, oh, go ahead. I said we got big plans this year, so hopefully this year will be just as good. And another thing you did uh, that I admire is, is that, you know, you, you got some media out about yourself, and that's important. You know, you know, I gotta. This stuff ain't cheap. Everybody knows that. So you got to do everything you can to try to attract some help. So that's the only way you're gonna get noticed is if you get your name out there. Well, you know, another way you get noticed is to go out there and win a bunch of races and uh, win a championship and uh, those kind of things are what open uh, the media's eyes to uh, guys like yourself. I know I was excited to hear when I came in. They would. They didn't tell me this news, Sean. They didn't tell me this news because they knew I wouldn't be able to keep it quiet. So I found this out when I came in today. So you know I was fired up about that. So uh, what, what about this second car that you're building? Did you get it done yet? Uh, no, it's actually at the powder coat shop right now. We had uh, the racing season just there is no off season anymore. It seems like so things came at us pretty fast. So we're having to get the car we were running ready to go to Brunswick for these first four nights and then actually five nights so we had to put that one on the back burner until next week and the week after and then we'll finish getting it together then so you think you're going to have your new one ready for the uh opener at ocala speedway that's the plan i'm really looking forward to that deal i uh i was actually up there the week before last and walked the racetrack with mike Pe- mike peters and man that deal is going to be something up there i mean uh, i can't wait all right well Get that other car running and keep that second one running good because I know somebody might want to drive it. Yeah, and I think you're talking to him right over there. I mean, you, you see all this. You see Wayne Anderson and Mike Bresnahan are going dirt. I haven't come out with the news yet, but I've just been waiting on you to call me. Make, you'll make his day, Sean. Hey, Sean knows I can wheel it now. Sean knows I can wheel it. I can remember. Oh, hey, there's no doubt you can wheel it. I can remember when he first started. The old Sunshine Speedway street stock and figure eight days. Oh, man. I can also remember the first time he attempted to run at uh, Lakeland at USA International Speedway, and what a sight that was. No, that really? was actually He has some really interesting stories you can share it. with us. I didn't crash there. No, he didn't crash, but we all had bets going that he was going to. Yeah, it was <laughs> tough, man. The first time I ran. Lucky the motor blew up in practice before he actually got there. <laughs> <laughs> I did get to race there a few times, though. I got I got somebody to give me a motor, actually, so I could go race. But Yeah, um, Sean's been around since the early days of racing, uh, since the street stock days. and I've watched him grow up, and now he's uh, 
he's actually a, a, a pretty dang good race car driver. I've been around for a while. I uh, I haven't been driving, but just a couple of years. But I've been around, you know, paying my dues, working on everybody's stuff. Yeah. Now he worked I've on my car. Opportunities myself. He's and, worked on my car and he's told me how to drive it many times. <laughs> <laughs> and what are your big plans for 2008? Uh. Obviously, the King Kenny United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series mm-hmm. and the National Late Model Series. We're going to try to do both series. And as many Friday nights at Ocala and Saturday nights at Volusia or East Bay or Lake City or New Hendry, wherever they're racing. Anywhere All we right. Can go. Well, that sounds good, Sean. Sounds like you got a 2008 full. We got to go. We'll get your plaque out to you. You'll be hearing from Jack. And uh, congratulations, bud. All right. Thank you. Look forward to seeing you out on the dirt track. All right, I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, I go. think he's a happy camper. Yeah, Sean, Showtime Smith, you know, uh, Ken will be happy Lakeland, to hear huh? that he uh, threw that in there. Lakeland. What's that? Lakeland. 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 USA Lakeland. International Speedway. Yeah. Uh, actually, Sean may even remember the first time I ever raced at Lakeland was actually the small racetrack before they ever built the big racetrack. Really? Yeah, they used to have a little small track mm-hmm. there that they ran on Friday nights and uh that's actually the first place that I ran. And uh, I actually ran uh, three times, raced three times at uh, International, Lakeland International, and finished in the top ten, two of them. And that's really? tough out there. You know, those are big fields. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I ran a 200-lapper out there one time and finished in the top ten. So, you know, I've, 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 that's all I've ever had is a top ten car, sometimes top five, sometimes in the top three. I'll never win none of these big late-mile races. Won some small ones. I remember my first street stock race that I won at Sunshine was one of the biggest feats I ever did because there was used to be 45 cars that would show up to run the street stock class, wow. you know, and you had to run heat races to get into the mm-hmm. to the main race, you know, to the to the feature. Yeah. And uh, they'd only run 24 cars in the feature. That's it. No more. So, you know, to make it in a field of cars like that and, and, and win one of those races, I remember the first one I won was like my 12th or 13th race. I think it was my 12th race I won, and then the next race I blew my car up the next time. So, <laughs> But that was with uh, guys like Wayne Jefferson. You know, uh, I remember him racing in street stocks at uh, Sunshine and uh, Willie Lacey when his kids were all young before they ever started racing, you know, mm-hmm. what they're racing now. And It's like I said, a lot of those cars that they're using in that, you know, outlaw street stock class were, you know, those long wheelbase uh, Chevelles and stuff. Uh, Malibu's, Sunshine, right? Malibu's uh, were the kind that they ran. 112-inch wheelbase cars, you know, with bumpers in the front, bumpers in the back, tube, all tube roll cages in them because they ran figure eights with them. Mm-hmm. You know, most guys ran their car. Like Red Van ran my car in figure eights. I ran my car in the ovals. Same car. We just changed some things on in between the races. And I remember he'd do less damage to the car than I would. <laughs> he'd run figure <laughs> eights with it. I'd run an oval race and tear it all up, you know. So uh, it, it was always a good time. and. Like I said, it's great for me to see Sean, you know, uh, being a, a driver of the year and, and dirt racing. He's he's just loves it, you know. And he's, he's really good at it. You know, we watched him out there really race hard in that uh, storm pay deal, and that mm-hmm. was tough. But go ahead, Jack. What do we got going, bud? Well, we we have another driver on the line. I do believe we do, right? Hello, are you there, yeah. sir? I'm doing good. All right, hang on. Don't just be 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 cool a second here. I got to introduce you properly. Okay. All right. Now, you know, a few years ago. <clears throat> Uh, well, you know, modifies, open-wheel modifies around Florida have kind of, I, I think a lot of people would agree, I don't think it's a big secret, they've kind of fallen on hard times, and it's a shame because, you know, 
I remember when I first started going to stock car races, man, there wasn't nothing more than exciting. Uh, I mean, you get 25 or 30 open-wheel modifies on a 3-8 mile track, and it's, like, breathtaking because, you know, the sprints stay away from each other. These guys bang on each other, and they got no bumpers, you know. Well, this year, I think there was, uh, there was a, a definite resurgence in the open-wheel modifieds. And when we started looking around at who the, the Florida Asphalt Driver of the Year was for Carnac.com, um, there were was, there was some pretty good guys out there doing some things, but nobody dominated their division like Robbie Cooper. Uh, Robbie Cooper, welcome to Inside Florida Racing, and uh, uh, we've basically named you the Carnac.com Asphalt Driver of the Year for your uh, escapades on asphalt and open-wheel racing, man. Congratulations, uh, Robbie. Thank you. I appreciate that. That yeah. was a total surprise. He told me he had a surprise for me. I didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> but, uh, We're surprise, trying to surprise. be true. Well, well, you know, I mean, you, you won everything just about that you could win. I mean, uh, I don't think... I don't. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think anybody's dominated open wheels like you did this year since maybe Lee Collins a few years ago. But yeah, uh, well, he's still good. He's 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 one of our hardest competition. He's a good guy. You know, he's he's really hard to beat. Yeah, you know, he might have had a few little slumps this year or something, but he's still there. He's still tough. So when you when you started out this last year, 2007, uh, did you have a plan or did this thing just sort of? materialize well we um the last year we, we we actually ran really good but i either left in a helicopter or with a trophy so it was like it was a we were fast but we just we got in a couple bad wrecks and uh <clears throat> we were good you know last year we won a lot of races here before but um this year i just kind of you know i got my stuff together mechanically you know i learned a lot the first year and and then as me as a driver i was way more patient this year and uh, that really helped off. I mean, there's a lot of them races. I didn't take the lead until, like, towards the end of it or something like that where I just was patient, waited for the right time. So I matured a lot, in you know, in a couple of years of driving a modified because they are a different animal. Um, and I think a lot of it was that. And I have an awesome crew, and, you know, they really helped me a lot. So we just we, – we're pretty smart. So if we learn something that don't work, you know, we don't do that again or something that did work, and we'll do it. And – you know, that's how it worked out. We kind of just had our stuff together, and there was a lot of luck involved. I'm not going to lie about that. I mean, we, you know, we there was a lot of times that we almost got in a wreck and didn't. And, you know, as far as mechanical, though, I mean, we had an awesome year. We didn't break down or anything like that. And uh, so all of it just came together. There's a lot of it, luck, everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just it worked out nice. It was an awesome year. I mean, I, I don't think I can ever repeat it. I wish I could, but, I mean, that's going to be, you know, hard to do. That's for sure. I'll never say never. <laughs> never say never. Who knows, you know? <laughs> right. You I mean, never I, know. It would be awesome, too, but, I mean, it, it was hard to do. We raced a lot. You know, it was really a lot of hard work, and, you know, we raced. See, we won, you know, the Ocala Series, too. We were running it when we weren't in the series because they were Friday night. We still ended up racing, I want to say, it was like 37, 38 times this year or something. You know, and, I mean, that's a lot, and, and you got to realize we raced at like nine or ten different tracks, and when you get into – a lot of traveling and you know we all work all my guys work and and it was just it was crazy it was hectic and you know it just panned out you know it was really nice and i mean i'm really proud of what we done it was really hard you know but 
we we did it. I mean, I don't know how, but we did it. Now you won the the fast car deal, right? The fast car. Yes, uh, we had our banquet Saturday night. Yeah, I won. Right. Them. I won the Gulf Coast and the and the Extreme Modifieds, both of them. Yeah. We had our banquet Saturday night over in Daytona. It was a nice banquet too. They did a great job with that. Yeah, and you won it. You won it, Lakeland. Yes, sir. Won it. Won won the big deal at Auburndale that they promoted all year. Yes, sir. That was a, that was a great day. <laughs> what was uh? Is there any race in particular during the year that stood out as like the harder, the hardest one to win? Um, I probably there was there was actually two of them that I did not win. That was probably the hardest one. Um, and we raced against uh, Jason Garber at Lake City. He's a really tough guy, and uh, he, we were, we were all over him for the whole race. And this last race with Jerry Simons was the same way. Me and Jerry, it was like a dog fight for a hundred laps. I mean, some, somebody wrote it, wrote the article on it. Did a good job. It was, it was true. It was just like a dog fight. I mean, for a hundred laps, you know, I was poking inside, outside, roughing him up a little bit, and I just couldn't get by him. It was awesome. But me and Jerry raced the same way at Lakeland. I guess the, the, the hardest one to win was probably that because he was in front of me, and uh, I finally got to him, and and I was real patient with him, and you know. I finally waited, and at the right time, I got by him and won it. And that was, and, and you know, we only get to race Lakeland like once a year, and that was awesome. Yeah. But that one probably stands out. And of course, the Auburndale, the payday was awesome, but um, it was, I just, it was all, it was, it was for me to lose. I mean, I sat on the pole, and I mean, I just took a deep breath and a little bit of patience paid off there. I didn't do anything stupid. I just got a rhythm down and and you know, led every lap and won it. That was a great race too. So. Um, there was there was a lot of good ones. Like I said, there was probably a couple more that I almost won that I didn't win that were probably stand out just as much. If I can run second and run that good and, and have that much fun, that was that was some good days there too with them with them guys. They're all good guys, and the competition's really hard. Uh, you guys put on some good shows for fans. That, that's uh, that's a great thing. Man. What about uh, speed weeks for Robbie Cooper? I, you know, that's my vacation every year. I go down and watch. And last year, we actually took my rig and went. And but we only ran the one night. They only had one big race, and we ran second in it last year. And uh, I think we had twenty three, twenty four cars. It was a great night, great race. But we didn't, you know, as far as like the the funds, you know, to race. You know, we couldn't afford the ten sets of tires and all that stuff. So we just, you know, we just didn't. And, and actually, that last Saturday night of speed week when it ended we actually went to Everness and won that night so we did race twice basically we left my vacation a day early and went to Everness and raced and we ended up winning it so we did a second and a first last year in speed week so that was great but this year we're probably just going to go down there and just hang out we actually rent a house down there every year me and some of my friends go down there and hang out and we're probably just going to go do that and watch so i probably won't be be racing at all why don't you hang out you're just going to be a fan first hang out at the racetrack and make some money man yeah well i mean it's it's tough to run it financially to be honest with you you know i mean it's i mean i guess you could get out there and run if if you want to run old tires and stuff but when you when you add up you know what it is it's 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 really hard to do it so we're probably going to pass on it this year but um, we, we're still kicking some things around. I, I'm not 100% sure what I'm going to do, you know, this year. We we got the Extreme Series. We got their schedule the other night when we were at the banquet. And then uh, about the only local track for me to run every, you know, not every weekend, and run every other weekend is uh, Inverness because the, the 
Bronson's open back up, but they're not running modified. The Lake City's not running modified. The Ocala went to dirt. So um, I live right here in Bronson. It would be awesome if they did. But so for me to go run like a local show um, is going to be probably Inverness. So we're still kicking that around. We haven't. Me and my guys are supposed to get together actually this week and talk about it. So you're from Bronson, so you know where Cedar Key's at then. Oh yeah. <laughs> my wife was actually born in Cedar Key. I mean, or she she was born in right. She was born in Gainesville, but she was, you know, she's been in Cedar Key her whole life. Really? So we met. Yeah. She go to Cedar Key High School. Yes, sir. Actually, she did. Wow. Yeah, my my mom uh, has property there, and, uh, like 500 acres out in the middle of the woods, and then uh, they got a house on the water there. But I realized if I end up moving there, I'll be having to race at Bronson, but they don't race anything there <laughs> except for just. Well, we're going to. They got the regular classes coming back this year. They did like a limited schedule the last two years, and this year I guess they're going to run everything from like sportsmen down. Well, I guess we're going to find out. Uh, we're talking to Tommy Dunsford here in a little uh, bit. Uh, I guess we'll find out. We can't blow it right now. We'll blow the whole thing right here, Robbie. <laughs> right. Hey, congratulations, Asphalt Driver of the yes, Year. Congratulations. We'll be. Uh, I really appreciate it a whole lot. Yeah, we'll be uh, getting in touch with you. We'll send you out a very nice plaque and a, and a letter and uh, and. Uh, Congratulations, Robbie. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Hey, All if right. anybody out there is listening, uh, buy Robbie Cooper some tires for his modified That's for right. weeks. Yeah. It'll be there. money well spent. That's right. <laughs> Good luck in 2008. Good racing this year. You take care. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, Robbie Cooper, Asphalt Driver of the Year, Carnac.com, giving away yet something else. Isn't that cool? That's Isn't very cool. cool. Yeah, he's Supposedly a cool Supposedly we don't man. give anything. Give stuff away, it looks like. Just giving it away now. <laughs> Jack, you took some really good pictures the other night. You know, I'm really impressed. Thank, thank you. Yeah, I think they're awesome. I got, got that new Nikon, man. Yeah, you're, just, real... you're just not a producer. You're actually a photographer, too. You ever chase Britney Spears? we got to take a break. <laughs> My God. Why that, waste your time chasing Britney Spears? That man is out of his mind. Well, I just thought I'd ask Hey, folks. Uh, Rusty Mark is coming. Tommy Dunsford. Rob Kohler. And we're going to talk to Mr. Ross Chastain, and we're going to get to the Florida Promoter of the Year. When we come back. back. The O'Reilly Auto Parts ASA Fast Lane, only on Real Racing USA. Meet the racers of America's most exciting short track racing series every Wednesday night from 8 p.m. until 9 p.m. From the Milwaukee Mile to Bristol Motor Speedway, Five Flags in Nashville, the ASA is the racing series where young talent meets wildly veterans in extreme short track competition. O'Reilly is America's auto parts store, and the ASA is America's premier late model series. O'Reilly Auto Parts ASA Fast Lane gets you close to the action and behind the scenes with the real stories from the drivers themselves. The O'Reilly Riley ASA Fast Lane, only on Real Racing USA. Powermaster is your ASA series sponsor for the XS Power Batteries. Powermaster is pleased to announce the introduction of the XS Power series of batteries, XX Power Batteries for racing applications, and batteries for your car audio application. 12 volt batteries for street machines, street rods, off road vehicles and even motorcycles. Excess power batteries means 30% more power and no battery spilling. PowerMaster also carries your starters and alternators. Visit us on the web at www.powermastermotorsports.com.
Are you ready to win? If so, it's time to move up to Five Star Race Car Bodies. Five Star Race Car Bodies designs and manufactures the highest quality race car body components. Short tracks, drag strips, road courses, and even in the desert, Five Star has one driving passion, to help you win. Five Star Race Bodies designs and manufactures for NASCAR, Grand Am, NHRA, IHRA, SCCA, Short Track Asphalt, Short Track Dirt, USAC, USAR, Hooters Pro Cup, and the ASA Late Model Series. Find out more today, 5starbodies.com. There we go. It's up. It sounds good. Uh, we were talking about modified racing at Lakeland when mm-hmm. it first started out. Let me tell you what. Yeah. They'd have 50 of them guys show up, and they'd start a field of 30 of them. And uh, you can ask any of these guys that have been running these things for any amount of time. They pile each other up. I mean, they break each other's back oh, on the first really? lap. Oh, the whole nine yards. That, that's a, that's not modified, but that is fire uh, sportsman race mm-hmm. at Lakeland. Matter of fact, I raced that night that that fire was really? there. We raced just before that, and that race was right after ours. Had that, had that fire come at the race before ours, I'd have second-guessed myself for racing that night. Wow. Yeah, a bunch of cars on fire. Uh, uh, yeah, it was one of those nights. One of the things right. you remember at the races. All right, here's the deal. We're going to have, uh, in about 15, 20 minutes, we're going to announce the Carnac.com uh, Florida Promoter of the Year. Yeah. Okay. But right now... Right now, who do we Right have? now, we're going to talk to a, a race car driver that's been around for years. Uh, he has got uh, uh, more laps probably on the... No, I'm kidding. He uh, doesn't have as many laps as you, Rob. He's, he probably does now. Welcome to Inside Florida Racing, Ross Chastain. Thanks for having me. Hey, What's up, Ross? Ross, Ross I got a question for you now. They were kidding me. Uh, Bonehead here was kidding me. You know, he's a late model driver himself. and He was kidding me because... In the article I wrote about the race, just a little article I put together the other day about the race you were just in at Charlotte County, uh, I referred to you as a youngster, and he said that you wouldn't like that. No, that you're a late model driver now, not a youngster anymore. Well, it doesn't matter as long as you got my name out. See, that's, that's right. right. Very good. Very go, smart. Buddy. Very smart, Ross. Yeah, know? it doesn't matter how they're talking about you, just as long as, as they're, they're talking, talking about you. And, um, you know, you looked, you looked great out there yesterday, starting on the pole. It was, um, it was great watching you race. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, we were led 80 something laps and running good, and he finally, finally got by me. Then we had a flat tire, so it kind of took us out of it. But, we were riding in third there for a while, so we figured we'd just come home with a third, but it didn't work out. Well, I was going to ask you, when you were riding in third there and you had uh, uh, John Johnny K and uh, Hollywood Franklin and all them guys right behind you fighting for position, uh, did that worry you? Um, I was just a little bit. I mean, it, it really, whenever I was leading was when I was racing the hardest. Once I fell back to third, everybody just kind of rode for a while, it seemed like. I was just waiting on Randy Fox to 
move Steve Dore out of the way, but I guess it didn't never happen, and then I fell out, so I didn't get to the end of it. But now, sometimes Randy can be content. You know how uh, driving can be. Uh, Ross, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about something. Maybe you can uh, uh, help us out here. Is uh, we were talking about things that drivers think about while they're racing. You know, and uh, since you just got done uh, leading these eighty-five laps. Uh, it's amazing just how many things the mind can think about, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe uh, try to express yourself a little bit and tell the folks what it was like to be in front of these guys. Now, we talk about your age, and that only is because, you know, you're driving these trucks now for a while, and, and you've become quite a race car driver. So um, when when you're at the position that you're in there, you're starting on the pole, Give us a little feel of how that felt maybe in the pits prior to the racing started when you realized you were going to start on the pole. Well, I mean, as soon as they told me, I just didn't believe it because I didn't think that I could. I mean, we said uh, that was our fastest time we've ever ran in qualifying was a 15.36, and that's fast we've ever went. So we were, I was proud of that, and that was seventh or eighth, I believe. And then when I heard they drew our pill, uh, I mean, it, it took it a while to sink in, and then, got out on the track, and I'm looking at who's all behind me with Joe Winchell and Steve Dore, Randy Fox, um, Mike Hovis, just everybody, Johnny Kay, Mike Franklin, just all them guys knowing they're coming after me. And the funny thing was that everybody that was starting on the outside, in the outside lane, was kept coming down there saying, hey, you guys going to start scratch? And we, everybody, we were just like, why would we start scratch? But... but you learned a lot yeah, in those 85 when laps. I was out front, you, whenever you're racing and you're in that position, you hear every little noise. Yeah. And that was that was the long, probably the longest 85 laps. Of, it seemed like the longest 85 laps that I've ever raced. Well, you looked good for those 85 laps, and you know us fans that were there watching really enjoyed watching you lead. Um, you know, things happen, unfortunately, but. Um, you did good, and you, you impress everybody when you get out there on that track, young man. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, after the race, I mean, Mike Franklin came down, and that was the first time I've, I've ever been competitive enough to race with those guys. Mm-hmm. And he came down and was just congratulating me. Just, I mean, there was times, like whenever Steve Dore did pass me, I could have came down on him, and I could have spun out. I could have took us both out, but I didn't want to do that because I have respect for those guys, and I don't want to wreck them, so... I figured I'd just fall in where I could. Luckily, the caution came out, and I was able to get back in line in third, so it worked out. But Well, that's always smart. You know, uh, the good thing about these cars is, is these long races, things change during the races. So uh, what you'll see a lot of times um, as you continue to race these uh, this class and even go up into super late models is you'll see that the, the, the drivers are pretty cordial, and the reason why is because there's going to be a time when we're going to meet each other back on the track again because this is only Florida. There's only so many of us that race. So the best thing is if that guy throws it outside of you and he's faster than you and he gets down in the corner harder than you, sure, you can boot him around, but, you know, it's going to come back around just like the track's a circle. <laughs> yeah. uh, so they'll probably be making you do circles later on if you do it to them. So I... I've watched you race. I've raced against you out there on the racetrack. I I think that uh, you've done really well taking the transition from um, the truck into the late model. And you're not one of those um, kids that I speak about 
that shouldn't actually be in one of those cars. Uh, if you listen to my show, I talk a lot about younger kids that should not be in a late model today. Uh, but I agree with um, – I like the truck class. I've always liked the truck class. I've watched you race in that truck class. I see that you have your father who used to race cars there is, is there all the time, you know, right there helping. And uh, I think that uh, it shows in the way that you drive. And uh, we here at Inside Florida Racing think uh, think the world of you. think you're yeah. doing really well. Yeah, you handled yourself really well out there yesterday. Ain't no doubt about it, man. The uh, only thing that I was disappointed I was, Cece, you could comment on this. I was yeah. really disappointed that he had a flat tire, because oh, yeah. when the when you get you Rob, you know this. When it gets down to the last twenty five laps in them races, guys like Franklin and Kay and Fox and, and and those guys have been around for a while. They start smelling blood, right. you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really wanted to see you deal with that when they got real aggressive. But uh, we'll, I'm sure that we'll see that one of these. What do you think, Cece? No, I, I agree. I, it was, um, you know, I, I think everybody felt felt your pain when that happened to you, and you know, we we were sort of looking forward to to watching that battle, and you know what? But you know, it's going to be a good year of racing, and we're looking forward to seeing you out there on the track and taking those men on again. All right, yeah, I can't wait to the next one. Now, Ross, are you running the crate motor in your car? Yes, sir. Okay, there it is. That's what I Free think motors. everybody should be running. I'm sure I'm sure him and his dad will agree. Everybody should be running those crate motors, shouldn't they? Yeah. Well, how, how many other cars out there were crate motors yesterday? I'm not really sure. Um, I, don't, I don't. By looking at the field, it's probably about um, it's probably about 50% progressive and probably about 30% crate and then another 20% of the regular motors like what Randy Fox would have. Um, it's a regular limited motor. You might have touched on this. I got to ask this. I was out taking care of those yeah. phone calls. Um, when you got back in the back there, I was uh, during that time. I was pretty much focused up on uh, what was going on up in the front. But uh, did any of them guys in the back bang you around at all? Um, well, I just once I got put back there, I just had a complete new respect for being in the front. <laughs> I mean, the guys racing up front. I couldn't believe how much cleaner they were racing. Yeah. I mean, just, they were just, they raced so much smarter. And the guys in the back, I guess, I mean, they were, they had probably weren't handling right, which I've been in that position. They just were mad. And, but nobody really hit me or nothing, but it was just kind of aggravating to be back there since you've been in the front. It's because you hate to look over at your left when it's time to restart and you're all the way in the back and you looked over at your left. And you're in turn four, fixing to drive into turn. Uh, I mean, fixing to drive into turn three, and you look over, and crossing the finish line is where you used to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they were they were taking the the green flag for a restart, and I was I was just getting out of turn two. Right? Yeah, and they make it tough for you there at Charlotte. You know, uh, I like to jump the starts. I like to get on the outside when the green comes out, but they don't let you do that too much there anymore. So. You know, I don't know how they expect you to pass. You know, now that's something with the crate motor that may have been a little tougher for you now, once you got in the back. And that's true. There was a lot of times when it was, you know, follow the leader, single file racing yesterday. Um, don't you like it when somebody throws it to the well, outside? You know, start? There's, well, you know, I don't know how, how well you could, you, you could see, you were sitting in three and four. Yes. And I was on the track down there in one mm-hmm. and two. And, uh, 
even when it looks like it's single file racing at Charlotte, when you're down there like right in front of those cars, they're banging on each other oh, going yeah. through term turns. And then man. you've got some great pictures that prove that, oh, too, that double the website. They're Ross, amazing. Ross, go ahead and tell the folks out here listening that <laughs> in one of these late model races, there's a lot of things going on out there on the racetrack, ain't there? Yes, sir. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I believe it. There's All probably the, a little more happening on the track that the fans can't see and they're yes. not aware of. Jack, be, having the position of being in the infield and being down there in one of those corners, um, the straightaways, there's not a lot of going on. What happens on the straightaways, guys are usually breaking their tires loose and their cars get a little sideways. Mm-hmm. So you might gain a little bit on them. So you drive in the corner and you got a little bit more than them when you drive in the corner. So you drive it on down there deep. He scoots up a little bit. And you try to throw it down in there. You both stab the gas at the same time. And when you come off the corner, sometimes you're all over his left rear tire. Sometimes you're all over his door. Sometimes mm-hmm. he's all over you. Kevin Macy. Well, th- th- listen, those, one... those guys that race at Auburdale, even a smaller racetrack. So, you know, you go there and race. Have you been there yet, um, Ross? In the truck. Okay. Well, you know, that's, that's even when, a When you go there so. to race late models... Follow Wayne Morris. Yeah, because you'll be up front if you could stay on his bumper. All right. Yeah, Wayne Morris, the, the guy driving the '56 car, um, great race car driver. That guy's been driving race cars for many years, and um, he drives a crate motor car, and he can wheel that thing around there pretty quick. What kind of time did he run with his crate motor car? I'm not sure. Uh, was he fast qualifying? Well, he was fast qualifying. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he had to run probably a teen or something like that. So. Um, you know, he's taking basically the same thing you got and getting it around there a little bit quicker, too. But um, all that stuff comes in years of racing. You know, the, these guys have been racing for a long time, and you've only been racing late models now for, what, a I half a season? My sixth race. Sixth race. Fifth or sixth race. 85 laps he led against the Kings And, out and there. it's impressive for <laughs> being, you know, in, in this in this class for just a short amount of time. And that's why I think everybody is really going to be watching you, you know, over the next couple of years and you're going to, and you're building a fan base and that's a great thing for you. Yeah. Something that's going to make you feel real good one day is when you make a pass on Mike Franklin Jr. On the racetrack when you're racing and the fans are screaming him or Johnny K. Mm-hmm. Passing those guys on the racetrack while they're racing. Once you complete that feat, son, you're on your way. <laughs> I know. I, that, that'll come, but come <laughs> you're on. doing a good job. You're you're on your way to achieving achieving those goals, and we enjoy watching you and look forward to watching you race more this year. Let's hear who the sponsors are. Be a race car driver. Um, I've got Melon One, JDI, Helena, Drawdy Concrete, Frederick Durham Company. Um. Gold's pump, and that's about it. Okay, well, thank cool you deal, so much for joining us this evening, Keep Ross. up the good work, man. All right, thanks for having me. All, All right, right, man, we'll see you on the track. All right. Take it easy. Bye. There you go, Ross Chastain. Ross um, Chastain. Doing a great job leading 85 laps. Yeah, there's another, uh, he did, he did very, you know, when you think about it, just staying up there. That was, was good a big do. accomplishment I'll tell you, for him. There's another uh, youngster. And it's a youngster, same kind of age, same age. Drew Brannon. Drew Brannon, and he's won in a super late model. And, uh, man, it's amazing. It well, really is amazing. There's guys out there that can really drive good. You yeah. know, I, I don't want people to get confused or think that I'm two-faced or two-sided when it comes to kids and racing. There are some kids out there that 
that, that have the experience to be mm -hmm. racing. You know, another kid that's going to make a great race car driver is going to be Seth Greco. He's going to be a great race car driver when they sit him in the seat of a car. And it's because he had years of driving experience in a go-kart. Then he got into his uh, other um, mini cup, drove it, got experience there, then got in these trucks, and he's driven these years of racing these trucks. And the trucks, like I say, is a great class because it's structured for the kids, for the youngsters. The motors are not that big. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's affordable for the parents to be able to put them in something. And then it trains them to be able to transition right into just like Ross did, getting into that late model uh, six races in. And I remember when he went in six races in. I remember, I think, on November 10th when we raced in that super late model race he raced in. He'd only been racing it a couple times. Yeah. And and it was uh, – he wasn't a problem on the track. Wayne Anderson's kid was more of a problem <laughs> on the racetrack that particular night. And even Wayne will admit that. But um, – I don't consider it a problem. I, I like to see anybody out there racing. You know, I I have more issues with the tracks themselves than I do with the drivers in most cases. But, uh, okay. So uh, what do we got coming up? Are we, getting Are we going to, to the, break uh, or do we have another guest? No, I think. Uh, Is it time? Uh, yeah, I think it's time. Where's the drum roll? Man, we got to get us a different board. Well, listen. Now, what we. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we need to hire Wait, a drummer. No, and we need to hire a drummer. And, and I have my I have my six thousand sound effects here. Woohoo! There you go. That's very good. Okay, we're gonna give away the Carnac.com. Uh, Are we ready? Let's, let's see what we got here. here. Yeah, we got them up over got here. Got them up there. Yep. Uh, do we have uh, Do we have uh, Liz and Phil on the phone, or at least one of the two? I think yeah. we have them both. We got. We're both here. Okay, Liz. Are you a little bit more excited than you were last that we talked? Yeah. Okay. All right. Earlier tonight, <laughs> I, I'm going to turn this over to you in just a second. But er, earlier tonight, uh, uh, we announced the uh, Carnac.com. Now, this is a Real Race in USA show, but uh, obviously uh, Carnac uh, can, can get some, some air time on it. Um, and uh, we announced the uh, uh, Florida Dirt Driver uh, of the Year, and that was Sean Smith, and we had him on the show. And uh, and then uh, after that, we talked to uh, Robbie Cooper, who was the Carnac.com Florida Asphalt Driver of the Year. And uh, Robbie won everything there was in Modifieds. And Sean Smith just had a sensational year in on the dirt circuits. And uh, and we turned our attention to the to the uh, uh, promoters. I mean, Terry Roberts has done an absolutely fantastic job at building. And using the, the resources and, and making the racetrack over at New Smyrna Speedway part of the community. And, uh, you know, uh, Mike Peters is just, he's, he's struggled trying to get people running a great show, trying to get people in his grandstand. So he made a bold decision. And, and uh, you know, it, those are things that make, make promoters good. But, you know, around the stage, a lot of people have done a lot of good things. But I got to tell you, I went up to North Florida Speedway a few years ago. For the first time, it was about three years ago, actually, the first time I was ever there. And, you know, I looked at this place, and, I, and, and the people I was there with, we just kept looking and going, man, this place has potential. Because I had no idea it was the kind of track it was. I just expected it was a little circle, you know, and uh, maybe had uh, some cars pull up around it. I didn't even know it had bleachers. And uh, I, we just kept thinking about what potential this place has. And then uh, Liz and Phil Guadagno took this place over. And uh, you guys turned it around completely. I mean, you've got this place so so different than what it was before. And we went up there 
um, we were absolutely blown away. And in the stuff we hear constantly from the racers and the drivers, the, the fans who go there, um, that's why we've decided that Karnak, that Florida Promoter of the Year, is uh, Liz and Phil Guadagno. Oh, my God. You've got to be kidding me. Congratulations, no. you two. Wow. We're not kidding you. It's because of the, the excitement that you have every time that we talk to you on the telephone is why we're giving you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Wow. Yeah. You, you, I mean, you've done a tremendous job at, uh, at turning uh, that place around and really put it on the map. And Because uh, uh, until you come along, it, it wasn't on the map. I mean, it, maybe at one time it was, but, you know, it, it wasn't, and uh, it's back on the map. Thank you. Yeah. We really do appreciate that. We work hard every day up there and uh, just trying to give these local boys a very nice facility to come out and a family-oriented facility, and uh, we really do appreciate it. That is awesome. Tell us about, um, tell us about some of the... Uh, improvements that that you've actually made since since you've been there that that you guys have instituted just what are some of the things let people know what you've done um you me me we have completely refurbished the the main grandstands we took all the old wood because you know it's a concrete base with wood seating and footrest we took all the wood off of that replaced all of that we redid the uh scoring tower we put new uh, equipment in the concession stands. We redid the bathrooms, put new, you know, new toilets, all of that good stuff. We added bleachers to the pit area. We actually moved the pits from the middle of the track to the outside, so it's easier for the fans to be able to see the whole race racing facility. Because before, with the cars parked in the middle, you could only see certain parts of the track while they were racing. So we moved that out. We put all new. Uh, we put bleachers out there. We put the concrete barrier walls all around the racetrack. Uh, we just added some uh, some new aluminum bleachers to the main grandstands as well. Um, a new uh, uh, drive-up scale, a scoreboard. That that facility ran without a scoreboard for many many years. <laughs> uh, new fencing. You know to protect the, uh, the pit area. Uh, um, it used to be a, uh, a auto parts store as far as a used auto parts store because they had about 50 different vehicles out there uh, throughout the property. It used to be a uh, uh, trailer park as well besides the racing facility. We cleaned all that up. Um, there was many things that were eyesores, uh, trees right next to turn. Turn one, so if you did come off the race surface, you would possibly hit a huge pine tree. Um, um, new uh, new office. New track know. surface. Yeah, new track surface. We took 250 loads of oil-based clay out and brought 250 loads of uh, base clay in and then put a, uh, uh, a regular racing surface over the top of that. But we had to make the base. We, we went off, uh, I don't know if you all are familiar with Syracuse up in upstate New York. We uh, kind of went with their formula of making a base and then putting the, uh, the actual clay over the top to keep the ruts from being, you know, huge holes and things to that nature. Right. 
I think that's about it. Uh, new lighting. I'm sorry. Yeah, they had uh, we had lighting issues when we first bought the place, and actually we weren't even going to open up um, in 2005. We were going to hold on to it for a year and, and actually refurb it, and we were talked into opening up, and uh, it was fun. But um, many issues with lighting, we replaced and put all new lighting in. Still not 100% where we want it, but it's getting better as we add some more lights and and uh, redo some things. Well, I'm I'm just astonished that we were promoter of the year. <laughs> well, uh, you know. Uh... And it's gonna. I think it's only gonna get better, Phil. I mean, you got uh, what the All Stars coming in there, and uh, not too long from now. Yeah, week and a half. Yeah, yeah. at the All Star Sprint Show, and uh, and uh, we talked to your friend uh, Dave Brown today because uh, I, um, uh, you know, I know he had he had helped you guys a lot with with some things up there, and he's moving on to some other adventures now. But uh, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people that have helped you. Uh, um, get all this done because it's a big operation running a racetrack it's not a one-man show that's for sure oh no absolutely uh we can tell you right now if we didn't have the wonderful help that we have out there we would probably struggle they they are they're fantastic people that's cool well it sounds exciting uh you guys got a, a big season ahead of you there. And uh, how has your uh, car count changed over these years of progression? Uh, we went from six cars in each class when we first opened and not sure what to run. We just kind of opened the door and just ran anything that came across the uh, across the gate to um, we're strong 20 in each class. Um, we just had our uh, our turkey trot in November, two-day show. On Saturday, we ended with 177 cars coming through the gate, six classes. We were just uh, amazed of all the cars that, that actually came out to uh, to run with us. That's pretty so we're, cool. We're 20 strong in each each class. Yeah, it's, that sounds great. You far know, cry from where it was, that's for sure. And that's, that's, oh, that's, oh, yeah. absolutely. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, congratulations, guys. And we'll um, uh, you'll be getting a... A, a really nice plaque and a, and a letter from the folks at Karnak dot com and uh, and appreciate we have really beyond the fact that you know what you're doing we and as fans really appreciate what you guys are doing there. Thank you, thank, thank you. you. Right. One little surprise for this year, I'll let the cat out of the bag. Go Uh-oh. for it. We are actually going to take <laughs> spectators out of the main grandstand and we are going to put them behind the wheel of a race car. Ooh, sign me up. So they're not going to actually be on the on the track with other cars, but we're going to give back to the to the uh, the people in the stands, our fans, let them actually drive a race car and see what it's all about. So at random, we're just going to pull someone out, say uh, next week you're behind the wheel, to give them you know see what the drivers <laughs> are doing. In that is so cool. I know, I know a girl. And it's not <laughs> that they're going to drive a little car; they're actually going to drive a modified. Um, you know, they're going to actually be behind the wheel of a pretty neat car. That's cool. That yeah. is awesome. So Sounds... dream dream come true for some folks. Yeah, Almost definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but so there might be some people hiding when you come around to pick them, too. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Oh, my goodness. All right, Phil and Liz, thanks very much for your work, and uh, congratulations. congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very much for the support from everybody. Right. Have a great year. Just you keep can... it up. Keep that Thank racing you. going. Okay. Goodbye. All right, bye. Well, there you have it. We've given away our three awards, Carnac.com, uh, Asphalt Driver of the Year, Dirt Driver of the Year, and Florida Promoter of the Year, Racetrack Promoter of the Year. Congratulations to them all. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, pretty cool. The plaques are in the mail. Listen. Yes. Do y'all want to talk to Rusty Marcus first? Do you want to talk to Tommy Dunsford from Bronson? Or do you want to talk to Rob Kohler first? Y'all decide. We're going to go to break when we come back. They we'll will. have one of them. Rob and Cece we'll make up our will mind. have decided. Okay. We might make up our mind. Your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Carnac.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Carnac gets it done. City Racing. It's about winning. From lug nuts to complete race cars and 12,000 parts in between. Whether you're new to racing or a seasoned veteran, you'll find what you need at Port City Racing. Since 1981, Port City Racing has been producing winners. Drag racing, circle track, and much more. You can now browse through our Port City Racing catalog on the web. View and shop online right from your race shop. PortCityRacing.com that's PortCityRacing.com. to 
Are yeah, we now back? you're up. Yeah, yeah we're, we're back. back. All right, welcome back to uh, Inside Florida Racing. Pink what Floyd a... makes me a little sleepy. Yeah, yeah this time. Let's go. Playing Pink Floyd on the brakes of a racing <laughs> show is not a good thing to do. All right, we're back here it with... reminds uh, me of being at the laser light shows. Yeah, CeCe Brooks, uh, Rob Elting, and Jack Smith, and uh, we good have on with us now evening. the general manager and the main head honcho at Bronson Motor Speedway. It's coming back in 2008, man, for real. Welcome, Tommy. Jack. Yes. I can hear you. Tommy okay, Dunford. yeah. All oh, right, good. Oh, good, I'm glad. Things are working the way they're supposed to, then. Talk to me, Tommy, talk to me. Yeah, you're talking to Rob uh, Elting and uh, Cece Brooks. Tell us what's happening. What's happening in Bronson this year? Well, we got a lot of excitement creating the 2008 season. We're going to have over 30 weeks of racing from March 8th through September 27th. Kind of going back to grassroots racing, supporting the local racers, and hopefully the local racers are coming back home and supporting the local tracks. We've got three special events this year, an ASA Late Model South Series on March 29th, a big crash Arama on April 12th, and the ASA Southern Asphalt Tour on May 10th. And some excitement just happened last week. They also signed May 3rd at USA International Lakeland, so it'll be like a Florida doubleheader. Is your crash Arama a late model race? Not, uh, not hardly. <laughs> hey, hey, you just, just Tommy, you, you have to bear with Bonehead. I got, you, I got you, Jack. Hey, uh, <laughs> well, what's the Crasherama all about? That's that'll probably be pretty good that there at Bronson. Interesting. Can't get away from it, Bronson. It's always a big event up here with the uh, school bus races, and uh, this year they're also going to do the um, reverse race, uh, skid car race, and. I'm not really sure what else they might throw in. They always come up with some extra ideas when they come up here to Bronson. Uh, that's always a fan favorite, though, around here with the kids and the adults. They come up there and they test it out on you guys first. Sure, that's right, that's right. I tell you, I hear a lot of people come up to me and ask me, where can they go to see school bus racing? That's a real popular event. Yeah, it's a, it's a great event. It's really good for the kids and all. Well, you know, up there in Bronson. We have 27 events this, this year, though. Besides those three special events, where adults are only going to pay ten dollars to get in the main grandstands, and kids eleven and under will be free. Good idea. That's so nice. I heard you guys in your school bus. I heard no, you guys in your school bus races this year were going to uh, allow school buses full of children. Is what you guys are racing? You're allowing the uh, <laughs> regular school buses from the high school down the road. You're filling with school with school kids. Hey, that's a new way, man. That sounds great. There's yeah. no insurance company in the world that would allow that to happen. Yeah, you clear my insurance company to do it. <laughs> uh, Tommy, listen, you, you got ASA late models, and you got the ASA super late model deal, too, right? Right. Yeah, that's, it'll be on May 10th. The ASA crate models will be on Saturday, March 29th. Yeah, so they're gonna be, the, the supers will be at your house, and then they're going down to, to Lakeland. No, actually, it's be it's the opposite. They'll be at Lakeland first, then they'll come here. Yeah, but it's it's the supers, and that's cool. That's a great weekend. Yeah, we're we're working on some kind of doubleheader thing with uh, Billy Martino from Lakeland, so he can yeah put up as a Florida doubleheader. You know. Yeah, we so, talked to uh, we talked to Mickey Kane from uh, that series, uh, the ASA uh, Racing deal, a few weeks ago, and tomorrow night on uh, Real Racing USA Live, we're going to talk to John Key, the marketing director. He was. Really excited about the TV package that they've just got some new news, and uh, the TV package is going to be better than they thought it was going to be. That's exactly right. I also heard that they also added uh, Myrtle Beach, I think. Yeah, well, that's cool. Oh, which will be neat. I mean, that's going to be a neat series. Yeah. Yeah, we need a, a good super late model series. 
Yep, and that's that's going to be a uh, a great package for a lot of young racers to be up and coming out of. You know. So you got your tow trucks ready. We're ready to rock. <laughs> So I guess we'll get to see Jay Middleton actually racing a real race there that he hadn't done in a while there in Bronson. That is true. Actually, they're, they're out there working now in the shop getting ready. Travis Cope and Jay Middleton get ready to race at Lakeland this week. All right. Well, well it sounds exciting. Uh, Bronson opening back up. That's going to be big for all the people that live around there. They've probably been missing racing the last couple of years. Yeah, with the excitement, we've got a lot of phone calls and emails. They, they are really excited for us to be open. Yeah. yeah, because, you know, when I drive by there, it looks like a racetrack. <laughs> it's a great racetrack. I know you drive by there, man. It looks like a racetrack. There's I drove a... by there about six months ago, man. That's it looks right. like a racetrack. Yeah, you were up here at Christmas. Yeah, I was, but I didn't drive down the racetrack. If they'd have been racing something, see, I would have come down there. Cleaned up and ready to rock all the time. Yeah. Well, it looks good from the air. I've been flying over it. It looks good. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, is there a. You, you got. Uh, who you got a new staff put together? Or are you bringing back people from that you had before? No, most of all of our same staff and management team will be back. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So, yeah. what are the classes you're going to be running again? Call it. What are your classes you're going to run? Open. <laughs> Say what's that, Tommy? I said a lot of the employees and staff have been calling. When are we going to open again? When are we going to open? So. Yeah. Open it back up for every week is going to be really exciting for everybody. What classes will you be running on your regular basis? We'll be running Sportsman, Superstock, Thunderstock, and Hornets, an adult and a teen division. A what? What was that last? A teen? A Hornet a teen division. Yep. Explain that. Yeah, yeah, please do. It's like a starter class for kids 14 to 17 to get out there and inexpensively, you know, get started in racing and then have a good time and hopefully move on. So it's like a four-cylinder? Right. Yes, yes, ma'am. You see how he said that? They learn how to race and hopefully move on. Yeah. Yes. That's for all you folks out there, these racers that like to run in these four-cylinder classes that want to turn them into four-cylinder late models. They have other classes for you to mm-hmm. actually go to instead of doing that. <laughs> That's why right. we'll move up to a super stock or a sportsman or a thunder stock or something else. So you're going to have how many V8 classes? We're going to have the sportsman class, like a limited sportsman, right? The super stocks and the thunder stock. So that's all V8 classes. No, That'd be what's good racing. Thunder stock. Yeah. I'm not familiar with thunder stock. Would be like a, a super stock would be a a souped up street stock, and the thunder stock would be more like a stock street stock. Okay. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. then your their sportsman class basically will look like late models. I'm sure it's going to look like <laughs> a bunch of late models out there. And uh, so that's true. It's a limited sportsman class, but it's really like it's like very much like the late model. Yeah, okay. and the fans they don't they don't know the difference between what motors in them. All they know is that they hear V8 loud motors, mm-hmm. and they always have good racing at Bronson. Bronson's a fun racetrack to race on. Yeah, and hopefully a lot of them will come out. The fans will come out, and pick out their favorite driver again, and uh, start creating more enthusiasm for racing in general. Yeah, hopefully your fans will come mm-hmm. out and start building their own cars. That'll be the good thing. Yeah. But that's that's a good thing. Uh, two things you said that really uh, resonate. I think one is the ticket prices because uh, uh, so we talk to people. You know, I, I think I talked to you about this before. We did this little survey around the South, and uh, you know, you can't. I think you hit it right on the nose with the ticket prices. And the other thing is keeping it to, to the basic classes, man. Uh, yeah, that, I think that's a winner. Yeah, that's a winner. I mean, just getting back and. Uh, just get people enthusiastic about racing again in general is gonna just gonna help us tremendously. Yeah. Well, good luck to you. Uh, I hope good things come there in Bronson. Like I was saying earlier in the show, I'm eventually gonna be moving to Cedar Key, so 
Bronson Beautiful. Speedway. Better you guys got there. plenty of time to take appropriate action. Tommy. Yeah, exactly. Plenty of time. And to prepare for the coming of Bonehead. Hey, so uh, now let's just, before we let you go, I got to ask you, you'll be in Lakeland on this weekend, right? That is true. Yeah. Is, uh, yeah. is Travis ready? Travis is ready. Travis is ready to roast both the crate motor and the uh, super. Yeah. Yeah, he's a... Uh, emergency service machine in two races. Yeah, I was going through the... Uh, I took the Excel spreadsheet they sent out that's got the uh, the uh, entry list for uh, those races, and I was doing the color coding on the, the guys who were going to run up front and who had a chance to win. And, uh, you know, like I do all this crazy stuff, you know. And uh, yeah. uh, Travis has definitely got a chance to win both of those races. You know, for him, it's always Travis Cope or Russell or Choquette. Those are his three favorite to pick. Yeah, and that, that's such a beautiful facility. It's going to really be a neat weekend down there this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be fun. We'll see you there, man, and uh, y'all have a great time. And we'll be up there to visit, of course, at Bronson uh, when you open with that big deal, man. Beautiful. We'll see you. see you, folks. All right. Bye. Thanks, All right, Tommy. take it easy. Tommy Dunn. Thank for, you very for, much. All right. Hey, uh, Rob, stop clowning around over yeah, there. some clowning around. <laughs> Cece, you got to see. Now, this is, yes. this is a place that it's a... One third, they call it a one third mile racetrack, mm-hmm. and uh, it's really a beautiful place. Mike Cope came in there when he bought it about five, six years ago or so. At least, probably more than that. Uh, he, he, it's a beautiful facility, all new fencing, and they've repaved it. And they, it's just a really, really nice facility for a little facility tucked away in a little town that has one traffic light in it. It's a, it's a small racetrack. It's a quarter mile racetrack, but you really, you really. Haul the mail there because yeah. it's yeah. very banked. Like it's when banked. you when you drive out of the pits onto the racetrack, when you drive up there, you don't see any racetrack. Okay, all you see is the sky. Okay, because you're up in the air. Yeah. And when you drive down the racetrack, you drive down into the racetrack like a bowl. It's yeah. a bowl all the it's way a around. Bowl. Both corners are extremely different. Like you know, one and two, you drive in, let the car drift up. Um, three and four, you know, you try to keep a tight line on the bottom, but there was a notorious bump that was always at the bottom. Oh, it was off cool. The it was cool. You either drive through it, you drive around it, you drive over it. You ask several guys, you'll get several different mm-hmm. answers. But um, that's right, the bump. I'm sure and it's and still be, there. Uh, Did they pave it? It's paved, yeah. But yeah, it wouldn't take away the bump. That's that's the, the Bronson the, bump. The Bronson bump. But before Mike got the track, Mike Cope. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no wall of, from turn one all the way around to turn three and a half. There was, was a bank, an embankment, and it was like, like fifteen feet down. Yeah, more net on the. Uh, it was more net down the back stretch. So and guys, as a matter of fact, Arthur Conquest in his, I don't know what I think he was driving a Sportsman or a Street Stock at the time. Uh, he went catapulted because what happens is they had these dunes around instead of a wall, and these guys would get going and they get up and they'd hit this dune and it would like air them up in the air wow and then they would come down so he's saying a 15 foot drop that's more like 30 we we used to have the, the big you know running joke with me and franklin Powell and all them we used to go to lake city and go to bronson in the florida pro series be like you know you're out in the woods and they ain't got enough money to put a wall around the racetrack instead they just dump dirt hills for you to jump off of because it gives the Gives the folks a little bit of extra entertainment every now and then because, yeah. I mean, Lake City was like that for the longest time. No walls around it. And I remember uh, seeing uh, Jeff Williams jump off the end of it one one day 
And I remember one night seeing Richard Till drive off of the other side on dewy grass and pick up speed and end up plowing into an oak tree. One of the worst finished products of a wreck that I've ever seen on a racetrack. Yeah. This car was just totaled out and even work. Yeah, and he's got to tell people he hit a tree. <laughs> I remember Richard Till's wife wouldn't let him go back there and race, so he put a wall around it. But, uh, yeah, when Mike took over, you know, he, he really fixed that place up. And, uh, you know, why they ended up closing it, I think, is a true test of how crappy our economy really had gotten and how uh, things in a small town, how it really affects it, mm -hmm. you know, which was an unfortunate thing. They had to shut the doors of the racetrack, but... You know, they're going to go back and they're going to run these uh, local type shows. They're V8 shows. They'll be good shows for the fans to watch. And, Plus, uh, it's 15 miles down the road from Gainesville. It's yeah. only 15 miles to Gainesville. Oh, hey. Did yeah. they have all those college kids up there? You know, they're not too much into racing, but not as much into racing as Mike would hope. Yeah, but they're into beer. Yeah, the, 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 the folks that live around there, when they open that track back up, well, they, I, I they like carry the ticket price folks, of so. 10 bucks. I, I think that's, a, that's a, a something a little more you know, affordable for folks especially right now yeah and you know if you've got these local type classes you don't have to pay out those big payouts every yeah. week and that's what kills the racetracks i mean uh, there should only be one one class per week or maybe only twice a month not only a that class Rob, takes you can all your focus money. you can if you don't have all this rigmarole happening and you've got a basic plan you can focus Absolutely. your you can focus on it mm -hmm. and really put some attention on it and, and so uh, yeah. mike took his knowledge of racing for many years You've heard the name Jimmy Cope before. Mm -hmm. Him and Mike Cope are brothers from race for years, you know. So they've taken their knowledge and they've said, okay, this is how we're going to run our track. And we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. More power to them. Good luck there at Bronson. So Speedway. we're up in Bronson, asphalt track up in North Florida where the wind blows hard and it gets real cold. And we're going to go all the way to the southernmost track. Henry. New Henry County Speedway. Henry Rob County. Kohler's on the line with us. What's up, Rockin' Rob? Oh, not too much. Doing it the way we do it in the south, I guess. Doing it in the dirt, is that it? Yeah, that's the way I like to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Well, they tell us what 2008's all about. Right? No, go ahead. Just go ahead. What did you say? Oh, I said they say the asphalt's just for getting there. The dirt's where the racing's at. I see. I tell you, I've I've been to Wonder Track racing. I really, really enjoyed it. Looking forward to some more. But uh, what Rob and I are curious about right now is what do you have in store for uh, the racing fans in 2008? Man, we've got a lot of stuff coming up. It's it's uh, really exciting to be a part of this track. It's it's growing. Uh, we got a full year under our belt now with a new owner, and things are going really well. Um, we've got, you know, a great group of local drivers that, uh, just keep coming back and supporting the track. And, uh, we've got some great things coming up. Got some sprint car races coming, some late model races, a lot of stuff on the schedule for this year. We, uh, I don't know if you heard or not earlier on the show, we gave away the, uh, .com driver of the year, the dirt driver of the year, went to showtime, Sean Smith. He put on some shows over there at your place this year, right? Phenomenal driver, uh. Really proud that he's come down and uh, and run at our racetrack. Of course, he's cleaned house every time he's been down there, but <laughs> really love to watch him run. Yeah, you know, he's in the process of preparing a new car. Didn't you guys just have a race last week or two weeks ago? Big yeah, one? He wasn't. He didn't uh, make it down to that race. Uh, we had a late model race um, weekend before last. Uh, Roger Krause and uh, Justin Showcat battling it out for the win there. Even Michael Terry involved in it. That was a pretty good run. 
uh, Choquette uh, took the checkers on that one, took the check home that night. All right, so uh, your late model race. Justin or Jeff? It was Jeff Choquette. Right. Justin's broke. <laughs> <laughs> you're, uh, we know who you're talking about. Uh, when uh, you're racing that you're going to do this year, your late model races, are you going to run all crate motors uh, for your weekly shows, or what are you doing? Um, our weekly shows aren't on a crate model rule, uh, crate motor rule. Um, the uh, I believe uh, when the Central Shed Series comes around that that's what they're running, um, but I'm not 100% sure on what Kenny's got set up with that. But, uh, no, our, our our late models are more or less run with your brung, I think. Uh, not necessarily run with your brung, but uh, they're not crate motors. Well, the crate motors get away around pretty good uh, there that's at East Bay. That's what Smith brings to our track and cleans out, so it doesn't mean, you know, that you got to have a bunch of horsepower. Right. Oh, yeah, because we, we saw all those late models run, you know, crate, um, crate motors around East Bay. And right. they put on that's one heck of a show. Yeah, they're during the race. Drivers attending, you know, are running the crate motor. Um, but I don't think that that's, that's not one of our stipulations for a, for a guideline. Yeah, I was just wondering with your track, uh, they run just as good as anything there. That's probably why you have a run with your brung rule. What size is your track? It's um, it's a little over a quarter mile track if you run it around in the groove. You know, they like to measure things up there on the top of the groove and, and call it bigger. But down there right. where you're racing, it's a little bigger than a quarter of a mile. Yeah, so, you know, uh, CC the crate motors, mm-hmm. I would imagine, looks like well, we, we measured some of the lap times of the crate motor race there during the race at uh, East Bay, and uh, they're during the race, actual lap times are the same as when they run Supers there anyway. So um, They run our track, um, they run, say, mid-15s. Right. I think that uh, what Todd Hutto was telling us in 2009 that East Bay is going to go to uh, Crate Motors. They're still staying with their program like it is today, but in 2009, yeah, I, I think he said I heard they changed their limited late model rules up a little bit, but uh, they're letting them guys, uh, well, actually, they're not even running a limited class. They're running a, like a, a steel, uh, something, a steel, a cast iron head um, ruler, right. and they're limited, but... Hey, you know, I mean, we're we're trying to just open it up to get any cars that we can get. We know we're pretty far down south, and, uh, um, you know, we try to run a, a wide-open uh, rule package to allow everybody to be able to bring their cars down there because horsepower definitely doesn't win you, right. you know, all the races down there. It's going to help out, but, uh, you know, our, our dirt track is uh, you got to have some finesse. Well, there's no doubt the laps change every lap, and... Uh... That's what we see that a lot of times the uh, horsepower gets you in trouble when you're running those, you know, soft tires and uh, you got a hookup night. So, uh, you know, that's interesting. I, I like to find out, you know, uh, what the cars are running. And I, I think, uh, you know, an asphalt or dirt on these quarter-mile racetracks, I think uh, you could pretty much do run with your brown races and put a weight rule at them. I think everything would be yeah, fine. Yeah, that's generally <laughs> it. I mean, they, they look at the cars, uh, you know, suspension-wise and weight rule-wise and everything. Uh, and, and tire rules, and, and that's kind of where they strongly gauge, the, you know, the competitors at. Uh, I, I don't think a guy that goes and throws thousands of dollars at a motor is, is necessarily going to be the guy that wins all the time out there for sure. Right, especially what, if Showtime shows up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what has uh, what has your boss brought to the table, man? What's he what, what what has he brought to that place since he came in there? From your perspective. Um. Certainly has improved facilities there. Um, we've got, you know, great grandstands, excellent lighting. Uh, he just keeps bringing in truckloads of clay, 
and, uh, you know, building that surface, and it, it's really come along. Larry Thacker has uh, really mastered getting the water into the track, and, and uh, most events it stays smooth. I won't say every event is a perfectly smooth track. Uh, two weeks ago, the track got kind of tore up, and, and it was, you know, it was a tough drive for some guys. I saw some cars that were, you know, that weren't finding their way between the holes and, and were getting bounced around pretty good. But then this past week, I mean, it was just absolutely perfect, smooth, had a nice rubber groove build up in it in the in the features, um, you know, which it, it all depends on what type of racing you like to do. If you like the track to be loose, uh, you know, some nights you get that, and, and then other nights it gets that blue groove and it's kind of slick down there on the bottom and everybody's, uh, you know, just battling to stay in that blue groove. You get out of it and you're in trouble. So it makes for some interesting racing, though. And what classes do you have? Um, well, we run, uh, you know, all the way from the bomber minis, which are, you know, four-cylinder, mostly front-wheel drive cars, entry-level budget racing. Um, you know, we have mini stocks, uh, mini modified. Uh, the uh, the mini sprints come down and race with us, the motorcycle engine-powered sprints. Um, we, uh, you know, go into the VA classes, starting out with bomber, pure stock, street stock. Uh, we have a, a limited late model uh, sportsman division, as we call it, uh, which um, is very popular out there. A lot of good racing in that. And our street stock class is really getting to be uh, exciting to watch, too. Them guys are getting better and better, and we're starting to have new drivers winning races, and it's pretty exciting to watch. And then this year, um, you know, we got the V8 sprints coming along. we got plenty of dates set up for V8 sprints. Um, here in the beginning of February, uh, we start on the 7th, 8th, and 9th with what we're calling our Winter Nationals. And uh, it's going to be three days of sprint car racing, plus many, many more. Um, there's going to be the, the mini sprints will be along on the 8th. Um, limited late models also on the 8th. The 9th is going to be sprints, mini sprints, late models, the whole nine yards. So we're going to have a great show out there on the, you know, that weekend, the 7th, 8th, and 9th. Uh, prior to that, the weekend of the 2nd, we got all our local classes coming out. And... Um, getting some good racing in, so everybody should definitely come down. If you're anywhere near the south end of Florida, that is the racetrack to go and check out because uh, it's the only dirt tracking around. <laughs> there you go, CC. There's a place for you to go. And now, what are the dates? The 7th, 8th, and 9th? Yeah, yeah 7th, 8th, and 9th of February. Um, that's, that's just going to be awesome. I can't wait to see three days of sprint cars. Hmm, well, I know we already have a commitment on the 7th. The 7th, yeah. Yeah. At, uh, the eighth and the eighth and ninth. Oh, this is uh, that's interesting. I'm gonna have to uh, go check out your website and uh, yeah, find out how I make my way from here to there. NewHendryCountySpeedway.com, and uh, you can go into the racing schedule of upcoming events and find uh, you know a nice color flyer that tells you a lot about it. Uh, I, I'm I'm excited, um, you know, to see who all shows up and everything. This ought to be awesome. There's you know. Uh, for the three days, there's about $50,000 worth of prizes up for grabs, so I think there's going to be a lot of cars there. Sounds like a great event. And these are the 360 sprints? Yeah, the limited the limited sprints, not the 410s, the yeah. smaller sprints. Right. Um, but there's also going to be mini sprints there, um, which are every bit as exciting to watch. I don't know how many of those races you've caught. Sure. But, uh, those guys are a blast. They, they're really uh, full throttle and some really good driving. It, it, it reminds me of watching, um, you know, uh, the F-16s fighting in the movies where they're kind of dogfighting, twirling all around in each other. That's what those mini sprints look like because they got a lot of racetrack to work with when you're that small. 
Now, you're calling the race, right? Yeah, I'm the announcer out there. Yeah, well, how do you keep up with all that? This is just a, a gift that has been given to me from being around racing all my life. Uh, I don't know. I can I can just look at a number sheet with some drivers' names that I've never seen before and, and put a number and a name together, and uh, I usually seem to soak it in pretty fast. By the time we get through practicing the heat race and all the action starts in the features, I, I usually hang with it pretty well. Yeah, and then after the race is over, you remember everything that happened. Um. Yeah, for the most part, I do take quite a bit of notes through the evening because I write, uh, you know, a race report for the track and a couple newspapers afterwards. And uh, I usually don't get a chance to do that until sometime on Sunday or perhaps Monday morning. So, uh, um, but that I, I just I love racing and I love dirt track racing. Uh, I got the uh, really the only circle burning I've done uh, outside of a couple uh, demolition derby style enduro races uh it was on a four-wheeler and i've raced my four-wheeler on you know every surface that i could ever get it on and the most exciting i found was going to like uh okeechobee and um and cluiston here henry county and racing the four-wheeler around this track was a blast they're doing it a lot up north from here now but uh not a big following this far down south well you obviously feed on fumes so let me ask you this have you ever been over to the uh have you ever been over to the Swamp Buggy races? Yeah, that's pretty much in my backyard. I've participated in a couple of those in the in the Jeep class with my father, and, and that's where I got my you know, taste of racing. Is my father's been into racing everything from Volkswagen dune buggies through stock cars and Swamp Buggies and whatnot. Yeah, I tell you, it's, they, they just had that this weekend, I believe. And uh, uh, I usually go to the event later in the year down there in Naples. It's yeah, over events. Yeah, it's a good time. There's a parade and everything. Oh, they have concerts down there oh, yeah. and everything. It's a big to-do. Oh, it's fun, man. Yeah, that's yeah. They crown a swamp buggy queen, Yeah, too. don't they throw her in the water? Yeah. yeah. They, they throw her in. Her in the water. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <a fun laughs> that's how you become the swamp buggy queen. That's you cool, You got to go swimming. So so the big, the first big event of the year is a really big event is the 7th, 8th, and ninth sprint cars all weekend. Yeah, that's going to be great. And, uh. And what are, what are some of the other major events you might have coming up, uh, like, say, in March, April, May, June? Boy, to, to tell you the truth, I'm not that far ahead on the schedule. I'm so concentrated on I got the, you. That's uh, fair. Uh, here on the 7th, 8th, and 9th, man, I, I'm, I'm so stoked about that. Well, that's okay. Just why don't you give the website one more time so people that are listening can just go and check it for themselves. Certainly. NewHenryCountySpeedway.com. Don't forget the new part. Yeah, you see any of them banners around Karnak or Real Race and click on them. They'll take you there, too. But, you know, i got to tell you, Rob, you guys, you know, I remember when uh, when I first got involved with Karnak, it was about 11 years ago, and I was talking to uh, a couple of brothers, I think they were from Michigan, um, who were running the place at the time. And, uh, you know, and I talked to various people off and on, and uh, I, I think you guys are probably doing as good a job at promoting the place in terms of, advertising and promotion as there's been yet i mean you're doing a good job with it yeah i've raced out there for many years and um nobody's really put the effort into it uh like chris has come along and done and um he's, he's standing behind it 100 percent. you know he's, he's improving the facility we've got great vendors out there a lot of food and, and t-shirts and neat racing stuff you know i mean there's there's more to do than just come out and watch the races at the racetrack and i I think he's, he's going to go a long way with it. Uh, he's getting the hang of, of what the fans want to see and whatnot. He's, 
lined up some great shows this year. Um, we're going to have plenty of late model and sprint car races and lim- uh, uh, mini sprints. Uh, these limited late model guys are putting on a great show. And, well, you- and even our local class is uh, really the solid backbone of that track. Well, you know what's cool, man, is I, when I was talking to him the other day, I realized we, we were actually joking about this, is that, uh, uh, you know, when, when you haven't been around, sometimes sometimes not having been around racing for your whole life, sometimes not being around something could be an advantage, too, because you don't have preconceived ideas. And, uh, you know, in his case, I think it is an advantage because he's listening to people and uh, he's able to choose the you know, what ideas are good at this point in the game, you know, and, and what aren't necessarily all that uh, going to work, you know. Yeah, he, he, he certainly looks at the business aspect of it, uh, whereas a lot of us come into it just because we're just race fans and, and all we're really in, uh, interested in is seeing a good race. And, and that's where I come in because that's when I get there, I, I try to make sure that all the fans and everybody has a good time and enjoys the race. Cool. Well, Rob, if I can make my right. way over, um, I'll give you a call and let you know. Certainly, you want to come out and check that out, and we'd look forward to having you guys. That'd be cool, man. We will definitely get down there soon. Yes, right. look forward right. to meeting you. I, I appreciate you having me on. Thanks, Rob. Bye. Take it easy, Rob. All right. Thanks very much. Bye. All right, it's the Rob Kohler from New Henry County Speedway. Now, we've saved the most uh, outrageous uh, promoter in florida for last and who might that be and, and we're running out of time so are we going to be able to contain yeah him? we're going to have to we'll have to contain <laughs> him we're going to have a quick break we're going to come back with rusty marcus from orlando speed world Joe Irwin. And this is Wayne Jefferson. From Jefferson Irwin Racing. And you're listening to Real Racing USA. The O'Reilly Auto Parts ASA Fast Lane. Only on Real Racing USA. Meet the racers of America's most exciting short track racing series every Wednesday night from 8 p.m. until 9 p.m. From the Milwaukee Mile to Bristol Motor Speedway, Five Flags in Nashville, the ASA is the racing series where young talent meets wily veterans in extreme short track competition. O'Reilly is America's auto parts store, and the ASA is America's premier late model series. O'Reilly Auto Parts ASA Fastlane gets you close to the action and behind the scenes with the real stories from the drivers themselves. The Riley ASA Fastlane, only on Real Racing USA. Go ahead, Rob. Inside Florida Racing. So, we got Rusty Marcus. Rusty Marcus on the phone to. uh, Hey, Rusty, you still wearing those wingtip shoes? Hey, Rusty. Hey. Hey there. Hi, Rusty. What's happening? All right. Okay, I think Rob has a question for Rusty, you. Rusty, you still wearing those uh, wingtip shoes? <laughs> oh, that's Dave Marcus. Oh, I yeah, mixed yeah, up. Yeah, wrong Marcus. <laughs> oh, man, I'm totally mixed up. Well, who in the heck is this guy? 
Exactly. Hey, uh, let me ask you something. I heard this rumor one time, and I think you tried to avoid this on me one time, but Uh-oh. did you play quarterback in high school? And if so, what high school in Florida was it? Oh, it was, um, I can't even bluff that one. No. <laughs> How did that all come about, Jack? Well, I had a girl, a lady friend of yours, tell me that you were the stud when you were in high school and that uh, you were a high school uh, quarterback. That was Dave yeah. Marcus somebody, somebody again. Somebody lied to you badly. <laughs> somebody lied to me badly? That was probably a Dave Marcus, too. A woman lied? I would imagine. <laughs> we never do that. Never. Oh my Besides, God. what's football? Yuck. I'm right there with I you. I don't know. That's Give me a race car. About. We don't care about football. No, we care we about race cars. We don't care football. All right. All right. So what's uh, what's happening up in Orlando in the year 2008? Oh, my goodness. We don't have enough time. Sure we do. Go ahead. Talk fast. Yeah, you just got to talk fast. You got five minutes. Go. <laughs> tick, 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 tick. Come on, come on. You're wasting time. This is real time. radio here. You're guys. wasting we'll just, time, We'll Rusty. just let you go on, and we'll get up and walk away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the quick synopsis is everything. Uh, you know, we're starting out at the beginning of the year. Well, we've got our Winter Nationals coming up here in a couple of weeks. Uh, we've got cars, a lot of cars coming from Canada, Alaska, all over the United States. Hold uh, it. What are you talking about? From Canada and from Alaska? Alaska? Next you're going to oh, yeah. say Hawaii. Where's Westerman at? Well, we have had them come from England. Really? I haven't gotten any entries as yet from England. Oh, my for this goodness. Year. Because, uh, you know, they're uh, like for the second week, it's the uh, 600 week, which is Legends, Bandoleros, and Thunder Roadsters. And those cars, it doesn't matter where I'm at, they're exactly the same everywhere because of the way that their rules are set up. Mm-hmm. So you can bring your car over and your carry on luggage on the plane and <laughs> race it here at Orlando Speed World. Come to Disney World and Orlando Speedway all in the same week. That's their promotion. Exactly. <laughs> Cool. And then and then we start off our regular uh, 2008 season with a Sunbelt Super Late Model uh, Budweiser City Beverage 125, which is going to be a home dinger. Is Don Narone still in charge of all that stuff? Do what? Is Don Narone still in charge of all that stuff? Don Narone is doing the tours, and he's, he's doing tours and tires for 2008. He's kind of stepped back a little bit. Tours and tires. Uh, tours and tires. Hey, Don listen, the road. Tours has, and tires. He's not tires. stepping back. He knows where the money's at. <laughs> <With Pete>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now, uh, so he's got his own brand out now called the Neronis. What are they? <laughs> they last for a half a race, and you got to buy yeah, new ones. They go round. They go round. <laughs> You know, these race car drivers, they got these new rigs and everything. They could afford to buy 10 tires in a night, couldn't they? Exactly. (laughs) Oh, we love you, Don. I hope hope all you guys are at Orlando Speed World for our opening night, the third weekend in March for the City Beverage Budweiser 125, because like I was saying earlier, we're going to unveil the new 2008 Orlando Speed World, which... From what I can see so far, it's shaping up to just be absolutely phenomenal. Now, it must be because you guys aren't opening till what? The end of March? Third weekend in March. What do you guys run, like six months? What, do you got bankers hours? What's up? <laughs> yeah, but they run Saturday and Friday and Saturday night. Yeah. Both. Both nights. What, one there and one in New Smyrna? Or both no, there? both. Oh, 
Tell us. What is this? What radio station is this? Bring you gotta you gotta bring uh, Rob you up to speed. You need to put Rob man. in wow. his place. Go ahead. Take oh, care. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Orlando Speed Rolls. That little track over in Orlando, Eastern Orlando. Yeah, but they used what, to be in... the PRI show and <laughs> Crashorama. That little one. Now the PRI. I've heard something about that. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, that that was a, that was pretty cool, man. The place was packed wall to wall. Well, we let Westerman. We let great people to work with, and and every indication is, from what I've been told so far. I mean, no contracts have been signed yet, but it looks like I'm uh, pretty sure that they'll be back in 2008. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, I got to mark yeah. that on my calendar. I want to go. Oh, this they'll year. be back. They'll be back. Yeah. Yeah, we we hope so. I mean, sometimes they they lean towards running on bigger tracks, but we're hoping that our little. Southern charm there at Orlando Speed World. Just keep bringing them back, right? Where well, yeah. Not only that, it's so convenient to the to Disney the, World to the trade show. I mean, for right. Christ's sake, you put them on buses, you take them over there, you bring them to their hotels. It's cool. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, our, our concessions are being all completely revamped uh, on the off season. We're gonna have a food court back in the pit area. We're going to have a beer garden over on the front stretch. You're going to have Chinese food in the uh, food court? <laughs> you never know what we're going to have. Panda Express back there in the food Bourbon court? Bourbon chicken. Are you guys actually a Disney property now? Uh, no. We're, just a, we're still a heart company. <laughs> All right. Well, folks, if you ever go to a, you know, Kissimmee St. Cloud and hit Disney World, just uh, go on over to Buffalo. See what's going on over there. They'll never figure that one out. <laughs> yeah, so what are some so what are some of the other big shows that you you, you get and things happening there during the course oh, of this well, year? You know, of course we're going to have the Goodyear Late Model Challenge. We'll have the uh, Southern Sportsman Series of Florida Mini Stock Challenge. The uh, Modifieds. We'll have the Central Florida Wingless Sprint Association. We'll have you if Pretty much, if it rolls, it's going to be there at one time or another. And uh, we're excited about everything that we've got going on. And, and uh, there's a lot of good things happening in racing in 2008, I think. Well, you know, uh, Westerman will keep us uh, informed here um, during the year like he always does. We do periodically let him come on for 45 <laughs> minutes. And- <laughs> And, and ramble on about what's going on there. So you have to forgive me. Sometimes I get up and walk away. So I, I didn't realize you were running on Friday and Saturday night. So Yes, we run Friday and Saturday. Friday night is our fast car division. Saturday night is our club cars, which is Legends, Bandoleros, Thunder Roadsters, Mini Cups, Pro Challenge, Open Wheel Lights, and the list goes Dara cars. The list goes on and on and on and on. How long did it Speaking of announcers, did you hear the uh, announcement that we made this weekend? What, are you no. fired Westerman? <laughs> <laughs> We've already got Westerman. I, thought said, I said, did you fire him? No, no. How could you fire Westerman? You can't fire Dave. <laughs> That's right. What'd you, well, uh, tell us the announcement. What's the news? The news is your little friend, little Mark Keebler, I yes. mean Keeler, yes. is the new voice of New Smyrna Speedway. Oh, well, that's good. Oh, congratulations. And did you hear the other news that we unveiled this weekend? What's that? You ever heard of a guy named Buddy Pittman? Yeah. Well, he's the new face of Fast Car. Really? What does that mean? Poster child? <laughs> <laughs> On our TV show, Fast Car Today? Yeah. He is the new host. Oh, that's good. Oh, cool. Oh, no, that's great. Come that's on, a... let's, let's say it like it is. Where's that come in at? In no, Orlando? That's... Yeah, it's, uh... it's out of Bright House. In I know that's going to make some people happy, a small little group on uh the uh, Karnak message board happened. <laughs> oh, and we know how we like right. to make them happy. 
We you know what? Obviously, you know. Obviously, Rusty, you you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I have been known to uh, peek at that board every now and again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the prior voice had a few uh, antagonists over there, to say the least. But. Well, we'd love to have you on a little bit longer, but since Jack played around with the equipment earlier today, uh, oh, Jack, uh, we've actually gone oh, five now minutes it past wasn't our his time. Fault. Hey, wait! Before before I go, I got a cheap horse attempt to do something. Go uh, for it, man! Okay. Rockingham Speedway. Yes, that's right. We got to talk about it. You guys are just oh, gonna have to hang on a minute. This is cool. Go for actually, it, Rob. I think probably you and I could leave. for the best seat in the house. How much? How could you beat that? What did he say? I missed it. Go ahead. Do it again, man. $32 for the best seat in the house for the ARCA race coming up on May 4th. Yeah. He, you, you can't beat that. I, I had a meeting with Andy Hillenberg. Tell him what you did last week, man. I went up there. They had a legend race and uh, on the road course. They were running the Legends, Bandoleros, and Thunder Roadsters. And uh, we took a couple of our cars up. Not my cars, but a couple of Orlando cars up there. Russ Thompson, uh, Alex Kemp, uh, Brandon Thompson. We all went up there, did the old red eye after the winter series was over, uh, did the all nighter and got up there. And, uh, what a, what an absolute great facility. Uh, I got to talk to Andy Hillenberg for a while. Um, he was explaining to me a lot of things that he's planning on doing up there. And it sounds like somebody is actually trying to bring stock car racing back to its roots and make it where everybody can afford to see a, a huge show like it used to be. And that's pretty exciting, if you ask me. Now, tell everybody what the town, if people who haven't been there, what is the town right next door to Rockingham? Uh, Darlington? No. No, Red, more redneck than that. No, the town. What's the town? Yeah, that whole area is like Sherwood Forest, man. <laughs> it is. What? It is. Hamlet. <laughs> Hamlet is the town right next door. Oh, really? Yeah, it's all like uh, Sherwood Forest stuff, you know, Rocky. Population Robin Hood. 500. It's, but it's, it's a great, I mean, I, I expected the facility to be all run down. Whenever no. Oh, no, not at all. No. no, you just drive along and you're in woods and then all of a sudden you realize you're right next to a NASCAR race. No, I, I can't wait it's for like that. You landed a UFO in the middle of the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Are you going to Are you gonna be able to make it to the yourself to, to the opening? Oh, yeah. I, I will definitely be here for yeah. the opening. Yeah, we, we can't uh, wait either. It's going to be awesome, it, man. It's going to be absolutely phenomenal. And just for my chief horse attempt, if you need tickets, 910-205-8800. Do that again. 910-205-8800. All right. We've been speaking here with uh, Rusty Marcus, who is the uh, promoter at the Orlando Speed World, who has a side job promoting... Uh, Rockingham uh, for uh, he, we don't know if he's signed a contract yet with no uh, he's just promoting to get free tickets here's a word of advice if you're gonna go to Rockingham take something to sleep in because they don't have a ton of hotels there oh no there, there's there's plenty of hotels oh yeah um, I was up there for about four days great place man. And uh, and there's there's and the and the people are so friendly up there. I mean, they're just we stayed in that town ten miles north. Uh, me? We stayed in that town about ten miles north um, of the speed of the uh, speedway. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And we also stayed down south, but we stayed in this town up there north, 
of the Speedway, and that was a great little town, man. Lots yeah. of, I mean, there was a lot of hotels and all that. Well, because because I knew I was going to be bringing a lot of information down to to our Florida people, uh, I stayed at the Comfort Suites up there. Yeah, and exactly. they told me that they will not go over one twenty five for their room. Yeah, one twenty five. Thing is supposed to be about not three hundred and fifty dollars tickets and sure. four hundred dollars a night motel room. Yeah, all right. exactly. Hey, that sounds like Orlando. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> hey, we're still the cheapest ticket in town. <laughs> no, I'm talking about some of those hotel. You know, right around Disney. Yeah, you took it too personal there, Biffle. Can, uh, can, can, can run three, four hundred dollars. So, so you're not the only game in Orlando. So, are you going to come over to? Uh, are you, so, are, are you going to come over to Lakeland and uh, promote Wally's races? I'm going to be at Lakeland. <laughs> no, I'm going to be promoting Orlando Speed World. There you go. That's I'm what I was. Him if I can. There you go. You want to help every track? I'll, I'll promote every track in the state of Florida. That's right. We and you do race fans. We're not. This is mine. This is yours. That's right. Real race fans. You're promoting everything that has to do with stock car racing. That's, That's right. That's right. Absolutely. If there's a race going on, go see it. Right. And I'll be at Lakeland this weekend and be just tickled pink to be there. What's that look like? <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't really want to see. I can tell you. <laughs> Rusty, thank you. We will hey, see you. What? We'll see you. We'll see you Saturday night at Friday night. And Friday night. See ya. All right. Talk to you later, Rusty. All right. Bye. There you have it. Um, <sighs> Rusty Marcus with the Orlando Speedway. Orlando Speedway. You said that. <laughs> okay, so what do we do? We, had to, we, t- we, t- we told them what we were going to tell them. We told them. Now, what did yep. we tell them? What did we tell them? Yeah. I don't know. What in the heck we told them? Well, we got to asphalt driver oh no you're talking about the folks i thought you're talking about rusty you know uh, this has been an exciting show with our our three big announcements we got enough um, equipment in this room don't we yeah (laughs) Yeah, i had to actually run you know tech support here tonight (laughs) this is i feel like i'm at work yeah cc's running the board so she's dj slash here too just like at work yeah so uh you know, it doesn't show. sound like that we're nine stories in the air, but we are, and we're on the roof, and it's cold, and we got to go. we got to go. We have things to do. Bye, everyone. There's always next week, same time, same place, Inside Florida Racing, 7 to 9. Race track this weekend. That's Join right. Join us next Monday. Stay tuned in to uh, the Real Racing Network. And the crowd goes wild. <laughs>